Business Value Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Mastery Partners, where our mission is to equip business owners to maximize business value so they can transition their business on their terms. Our mission was born from the lessons we've learned from over 100 business transactions, which fuels our desire to share our experiences and wisdom so you can succeed. Now, here's your host, CEO of Mastery Partners, Tom Bronson. Hi, this is Tom Bronson, and welcome back to Maximize Business Value, a podcast for business owners who are passionate about building long-term sustainable value in your business. Every business on the planet will eventually transition. Say it with me now. Every business on the planet will eventually transition. Wouldn't it be better for you to transition your business by design rather than default? So if you're a business owner who wants to maximize your value and eventually exit your business on your terms, you've come to the right place. This episode is part of our series from my last book, Maximize Business Value Playbook, 65 Specific Actions to Dramatically Increase the Value of Your Business. Think of this as being sort of the audible version of my book, although I do want to do an audible version. Right now, uh, we're doing chapter after chapter. We're walking through every chapter in this book. Today, we're on chapter nine. Uh, don't underinvest in your finance team and systems, in your financial team and systems. So I'm sometimes surprised at the lack of fully functional financial software packages in many small businesses. Some are using one system for invoicing customers and another to track inventory, and yet another for purchasing or for paying the bills. And that's a lot of unnecessary work to combine the information into a unified financial statement. Most modern accounting software packages can do nearly anything that most businesses need, from purchasing to payables, from invoicing to receivables, and inventory management and asset tracking. And it doesn't have to cost a fortune. Commit to running a unified accounting software package, and to hiring a solid financial team. Now, in my last business, we ran QuickBooks, believe it or not. It was a solid middle market company. That might be surprising when you consider the size and scope of our business. Our business was a middle market software company with Three separating operating or three separated operating units and 16 acquired companies. We could slice and dice the numbers any way we wanted. We could run financials by business unit, acquired companies, and even consolidated for the business as a whole. Now, admittedly, we were not using the off-the-shelf version or the online version of QuickBooks. We used an enterprise version and had access from anywhere in the world with a solid internet connection. It was surprisingly flexible and the reporting was fantastic. And we also had an accounting team that could make it sing. Now, honestly, that's where the money is in the accounting side of the business, in the finance team. You have to have people who can make your software sing. It made all the difference in the world when we hired the right person to head up our finance department. There are plenty of other financial software choices, but it is vital to get a package that suits 
the type of business that you are. Now, for example, in manufacturing, the accounting software should track raw materials, work in progress, finished goods. Although I don't recommend or endorse any particular system, I recommend that whatever you use, you use it as completely as you can. This will minimize mistakes and allow you to get a solid handle on your financial condition. Everything should be running through one unified accounting package. Now, in addition to getting the most out of the accounting package, it's also essential to have a competent accounting staff. Most micro businesses, or that's what we call businesses under $5 million in revenue, probably just have one person on the accounting team. And that's all right. Typically, they're a bookkeeper or an outsourced bookkeeping firm or something like that. Now, don't confuse bookkeeping with accounting. They are two different animals. Bookkeeping is part of the accounting process, but it's not all of it. Accounting is the process where the company's financials are recorded, summarized, analyzed, and reported. Bookkeeping is simply the recording part of that process. Bookkeepers enter all of the business's financial transactions, including income and expenses, into a database. And therefore, it's essential to have both bookkeeping and accounting. Any business that has internal or external bookkeeping should also have an internal accounting or uh, accounting team or an external CPA. Uh, in the bigger in the bigger the business, the more talent is probably going to be needed. Now, it's common for small businesses to do the bookkeeping internally and send the records to an external CPA to complete the tax returns. However, it, it it's really important to leverage the knowledge of a qualified CPA to ensure everything is appropriately recorded. Regular communication with your CPA is a must. Now, there's more on that later in part eight of this book. But if your interaction with your CPA is merely, I send the information, they spit out a, a report, and they don't question things, they're not asking questions about why you did this or how do we do that and things like that, perhaps you need to upgrade that or find out if the CPA that you work with has an upgraded option to, to really help you dive deep and understand the financials and what's going on. There are so many small businesses that grow quickly and outgrow the capabilities of the accounting staff without taking action to course correct. The bookkeeper who's an, who is excellent at a million-dollar business may need help when the business is $10 million. And they may not ask for it for fear of looking incompetent. It's the business owner's responsibility to make sure that the staff is capable and equipped to handle the accounting needs of the business. Please don't underinvest in your accounting people or in your accounting systems. It will pay dividends. So my MBV recommended actions today, number one, make sure that the right talent is running the financial picture and don't underinvest it in them. Number two, review the finance and accounting functions to make sure that the teams have the right tools to do the job. And number three, 
go to the blog page at masterypartners.com, my favorite uh, uh, website, and search for articles using the key phrase finance. You'll find tons of things there. Next week, we continue down the finance and accounting uh, stuff. It's going to be one of my favorite podcasts coming up. You're going to love it. We're going to talk about budgeting. Woo! This is the Maximize Business Value Podcast, where we give practical advice to business owners on how to build long-term sustainable value in your business. If this is the first time you've heard the MBV podcast, then there are more than 160 episodes out there. In fact, this is episode number 170, just crammed with valuable information, just waiting to be downloaded wherever you found this podcast. And if you didn't know, we're now on um, Audible. So you can find our Audible uh, podcast as well. Until next time, I'm Tom Bronson reminding you to pick one thing this week, just one thing, to dramatically improve the value of your business and do it today while you maximize business value. Thank you for tuning into the Maximize Business Value podcast with Tom Bronson. This podcast is brought to you by Mastery Partners, where our mission is to equip business owners to maximize business value so they can transition on their terms. Learn more on how to build long-term sustainable business value and get free value-building tools by visiting our website, www.masterypartners.com. That's master with a Y, masterypartners.com. Check it out. That was perfect. I wouldn't make any changes on that.